You're listening to Selfish. This is where we bring self-care and bravery together to encourage you to follow your dreams. Here is your host, your favorite selfish enthusiast, Allie Hembree-Martin. Vera Gibbons is a longtime member of the media and is founder and editor of nonpoliticalnews.com, which provides a free daily nonpolitical newsletter called NOPO. You will see her on network news all the time, providing insight to any nonpolitical news. She has great insight, and I can't wait for you all to hear about her journey. Vera, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. I've been a big fan of yours for a long time, so I'm excited to be on. (laughs) The feeling is mutual. Uh, Thank you. So first, I'm going to have you tell us a little bit about yourself. So I am a longtime member of the media. I'm based in New York City, and I have been in the print and broadcast world for a long time, doing personal finance and consumer segments for years on pretty much everything from the Today Show to MSNBC to CNN Headline News. And recently, my career, a couple of years ago, took a little bit of a churn, and I launched nonpoliticalnews.com. So that has become my full-time job. It became sort of overnight. (laughs) It became a full-time job because it was so much work. I had to drop everything else. But it's a labor of love, and it's a lot of fun. So share with us kind of your history with the media. You, you did say you are a longtime member of the media, and we can often see you on media appearances still. Uh, but talk to us about, about kind of that journey of like what kind of got you into the media and the, the steps that you took in your career. Sounds good. Well, I'm an accidental TV person. I mean, some people <laughs> think, you know, their whole lives they want to be on TV and they start in the local markets. I pretty much started at the Today Show. I mean, no joke. Somebody got sick. They couldn't go on the Today Show. At the time, I was working for Smart Money Magazine, and I had fact-checked the article. So lucky me, I got thrown right into the hot seat, and it became addictive. It was very intoxifying for me being on the air, and I loved it. And the whole thing snowballed. It became a full-time job. At the time, I was just a journalist for Smart Money Magazine. I was writing articles and fact-checking other people's pieces, and the TV people, after they saw me on this one appearance, kept calling me and booking me, and I just loved it. So I went to my boss and shortly thereafter, and I said, can I just do TV for the magazine? And he said, sure, go oh. ahead and do it. Give it a, give it a shot. And the rest, is, the rest is history, as they say. Oh, I love that. I mean, and the, the, the beauty of that is you didn't even know that was something you wanted to do until you tried it out. Like I found that like often happens with people. Like it's like, that wasn't even on my radar. No, it was not. I know it was not on my radar. I'm really an accidental TV person and I'm an accidental entrepreneur. That's why I always say to people, particularly the younger generation, it's good to have a plan, but you should also be prepared to pivot because there's going to be a lot of pivoting uh, over the years. You, you never know where you're going to go and it's good to have a certain skill set and it's good to develop another certain skill set so that you can go in any number of different directions. And just to try different things because sure. you don't know. You don't know until you try it. And the, the, the thing with TV, a lot of people have the same experience. When you first go on, it's like this huge adrenaline rush. And as soon as you're done, you want to do it again and again mm-hmm. and again. 
I mean, I'm sort of over the point now where I'm not as addicted to television as I once was, but I see some of the newer people jumping in and <laughs> they're going through the same process that yes. I did when I first started. It's, it's, you really uh, have no choice at this point either. <laughs> I know, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I think you raise an interesting point. It is, it, is, it is good to try new things, try different things. You may like them, you may not like them. It's good to have a new skill set. It's good to have a couple of uh, little tricks in your back pocket. Mm, yeah, to say, hey, I was on the Today Show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so then what led to you wanting to start non-political news? Well, the long story made short with that is that a couple of years ago, it was becoming difficult to get booked to do on-air segments to talk about personal finance segments like how to save for a vacation or why you should refinance your mortgage. People just didn't want that. They wanted people just to go on the air to talk politics, to basically dissect Trump's tweets or be pro-Trump or anti-Trump. And I'm neither. I'm just non-political. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to talk about other things and I went on to social media and I just started posting fun things like, Hey, there's, you know, Betty White is turning 80 some odd years old today, or there's a new type of diet that seems to be working for celebrities. And people were, and I did it with a sense of humor and people were like, this is fun. This is funny. You should start a blog and you should start a newsletter and you should, and you should, and you should. And I mm -hmm. did. And now the joke's on me because I have 25,000 subscribers Wow! and I have no life. I get up. <laughs> very early in the morning to put yes. this up. And all day and all night and into the early morning, I'm scanning the headlines, trying to find the best mix of need to know, nice to know, and who knew within consumer personal finance, health and wellness, fitness, diet, and fashion, beauty, the categories I cover. It's all curated content. It's fun. It's a quick, easy read. My whole mission is basically not to explain the news the way some of the other newsletters do, but rather expose the non-political news and also provide a healthy diversion from this political bombardment because as you very well know, it's become like incredibly saturated mm -hmm. daily. So for me, this is the number one newsletter that I always read every morning and being somebody that is in the news and wanting to stay up on current events and trends, you know, I do get several of those newsletters um, every morning, but this is the one that I always make sure to read. And you like hit it on, hit the nail on the head because it truly is a sampling to where you can say, not interested, not interested. Oh yes, this is something I I'm so curious about, I want to dive in. You can do a quick scan. But I will say, nine times out of 10, I end up clicking almost all the links in the um, newsletter <laughs> because I'm like, right. oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. Um, so, I mean, it's just such a different perspective that's really not out there. What's what that yeah. response that you've gotten from other people about it? The response has actually been overwhelming. People really like it. It's like a breath of fresh air and it's their, sort of their go-to first thing in the morning. If you look at my open rate, uh, which is important for people who have a newsletter, <laughs> you'll see that most people open it, the newsletter, NOPO, first thing in the morning as soon as it hits. It goes out Monday through Thursday at 7 a.m. And the vast majority of the opens are like between 7 and 7.30 uh, and then they sort of taper off, you know, after the morning. But yes, people really look forward to this because they're getting, while well, they're getting a lot of different newsletters, and I too subscribe to some of the ones that I know you do as well, mm -hmm. they're becoming extremely political. And also yes. a lot of their content is just sponsored. It's like sponsored by Casper, sponsored by yes. uh, this, that, and the other, like uh, Fidelity or, and I just feel like sponsored stuff is just doesn't look good. It just doesn't have that genuine feel 
I like to think that I am the real deal and I, because, because I'm not monetizing the newsletter. I don't have sponsors. I mean, I could get them, but I like to just have fresh, interesting, innovative, creative content with no strings attached. Like nobody's paying me to be in the newsletter. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. There's not a section that's sponsored by a bank or a beauty company. So I can have free reigns of my, I mean, my content. You make a good point because when you really think about it, there's probably not a whole lot of people out there that are doing that. I mean, everybody has some sort of sponsor or another. Um, and that kind of so dictates I mean, it at, at one point. Right. So either I'm smart or I'm stupid. <laughs> you know, like I could be monetizing it and at some point I will. Um, but the smart, clean look now, as far as I'm concerned, is a nice non-sponsored look. Mm-hmm. So for now, I'm going to keep it that way. But, you know, over time, I may, I may, I may change that too. No, I mean, that, it's refreshing. So I, com- I completely understand um, and respect uh, your perspective. So when you think about this journey to, you know, moving from a, uh, a journalist on TV to now curating this and creating a project yourself, what has been the best part of that journey to creating a project that's your own and seeing it come to life? The process itself is, like I said, sort of I'm doing it all day on and off. And then at night, I, I sort of tee it up. And in the morning, I get up to, to produce the final, the final touches based on what the news is the morning of. I would say the most rewarding part of it all, aside from just putting it together and packaging it out, is the response that I've been getting from my 25,000 subscribers. I mean, they're active. They're in it. They, they are constantly emailing me. God forbid I have a typo. I will hear about it. <laughs> you oh, know? gosh. I so, bet. so it's funny that they're, they're, they're looking at it that closely. You know, I, I try to, you know, include my voice in there and maintain the, uh, you know, my, my Vera tone throughout, throughout the newsletter. So people like that. And some people, when they see the tone is a little happy or a little sad, they, they ask me how I'm doing and how I'm feeling. I mean, it's kind of funny because my whole mission is basically, like I said, just to entertain them, inform them, educate them, provide a little diversion and tell them what I think is interesting going on in the world within these respective categories that I cover like I said, it's sort of a nice mix of need to know, nice to know, and who knew stories just all linked together. So you can, you can read it, you can click, you can just scan it. I mean, people only spend, you know, three, four five minutes looking at the newsletter, but most people who get it do open it. So that's encouraging for me. and It's extremely rewarding. Yeah, I would imagine. It really is. So when you think about the hardest part of this journey, Maybe it is those early mornings. Maybe it is the fact that, you know, it's really hard to take a day off. <laughs> I what haven't has... taken a day off. I have, <laughs> leave it, I have not taken a day off. That's really impressive. <laughs> well, you know, when I first started this, people said to me, one of the main things when doing a newsletter or doing a podcast or mm-hmm. um, such, such as you're doing, you, you want to be extremely consistent you know, consistency is sort of the name of the game. If you take a day off or two days off or a week off or two weeks off, you're going to lose your audience. I mean, they, they want you in it. They want you in it. They want to know you're in it for the long haul. I've had a lot of different friends start various ventures and they don't realize the time and the energy and the sacrifices you make to put out a good product or a good service. I mean, realistically, I haven't really had too much of a life for the past couple of years because this has been my my labor of love and it's a full-time job overseeing it and making sure it gets out. And every now and then you have a delivery issue. And 
So it's, you got to be in it 125%, which, which I am. No, you, you can definitely tell that this is your baby. And, <laughs> you know, this is something you truly are uh, passionate about making sure you do it right. Like, um, I'm sure those typos are few and far between because whenever I read it, it is, you know, almost like a friend telling you the news. Um, so in thinking about next steps, what do you, what do you envision? Is there going to be a podcast to, to accompany it? Is it going to be sponsored? Kind of what is your vision? Uh, well, my vision still and my goal still would be to take it to a big media platform like a Vox or a Hearst or a Sinclair and do it for them and have them handle the marketing and the digital stuff. The, all the things that I'm not good at necessarily. I'm very good at content. I'm good on the air, but I'm not good at social media and I'm not good at promoting myself and marketing is not my strength either. So I see some of these other newsletters who have these enormous marketing teams and I'm sort of sitting back with envy saying, gee, sure would be nice. So mm. I think I can go one of two directions, go out and raise a lot of money and get the team I need or take it to uh, somebody else, like one of those larger entities that has a big platform um, and go, go do it for them under my name, under my brand, and, but have them handle the, all the rest of the stuff that comes with the territory that one person can't possibly do. Oh, I love that. That would be great. Wouldn't that be awesome? Fingers crossed for you on that. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I'm going to just keep opening and keep clicking. That's my Good. contribution to, to this goal. Um, so Vera, in thinking about ways that you can that you are selfish yourself, and again, thinking about selfish in a positive light, what selfish activities do you uh, love to do in your like weekly routine? Well, I'm always indulging in my morning coffee. That's selfish. That's mm -hmm. my quiet time. Uh, you know, four thirty, five o'clock in the morning. My big indulgence is having two cups of coffee as I produce the product, no poise, I get, get it ready for publication. I also am very big on the exercise front. I mean, I don't even consider that an indulgence necessary. It's, it's necessarily, it's more just a daily habit. But the indulgence side of thing would be regular massages, regular facials, all those beauty treatments we girls like to do. Yes. I mean, I, that's, I would love spending my downtime just taking care of myself and taking care of my health and and wellness and general well-being. I mean, that's important too, because you can't possibly produce something the way I do without maintaining your health and maintaining your happiness. So I try to maintain sort of a balanced life as best I can. I try to eat well and I do exercise and then I do the, uh, the indulgence things every now and then. A little too much wine, a little too much chocolate sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but but it, you're so right because this is something where it is you and only you. So you have to be, you know, fully capable to, to wake up every morning and be able to put this together. You can't really um, say, oh, I'm not feeling great. I'm going to, you know, pass it off to somebody else. Um, so that is, you know, definitely where uh, feeling your best and being at optimal health is, yes. is super important. It's super important. I'm sure you can relate to that as well because you've got to get up and do your thing. And like I said, you can't call in sick. There's nobody to, there's nobody to handle your job. <laughs> Who's going to no. do it? <laughs> so yes, maintaining your health and your happiness and trying to live some semblance of a balanced life. It is a little, little bit difficult. As I say, my social life has uh, you know, been curtailed enormously, but um, I'm pretty optimistic that 
this has legs and we'll have a nice future. And like you said, it, it is my baby and I want to give my baby as much TLC as, as possible. Mm. Is there anything you wish you could be doing more? I wish I did have more time to socialize. I guess I do miss that a little bit. I mean, I used to kind of go out with people at night and dinner and you know, drinks. And so I just feel like I've sort of fallen off the face of the earth a little bit on that front. Uh, it's sort of like when, you know, you, you get a boyfriend and you stop going out with your gal pals. <laughs> <laughs> the world stops. Yes. Yes. And everyone's like, what happened to her? Oh, she got a boyfriend. Oh, okay. So with this, it's like, oh, what happened to Vera? Oh, she's home with Nopo. That's, that's, I would like to have a little more time. And at some point I do envision myself having more time just to get back in the social game, but doing what I can, mm -hmm. doing what I can. So thinking about what's next for Vera, As, no Poe aside, what's, what, what, what's in your, you envision to be next for you? Personally, what's next for me, I think once I get no Poe settled and in a, a home that I feel comfortable with, I think I probably would move out of New York City and probably move down to Florida. And wow. that's, that's sort of a, you know, a long favorite uh, spot down there. It is my favorite spot. I love Palm Beach. I go back and my mom lives down there. So I okay. go down there for the sunshine every now and then. And mm -hmm. that to me would be an ideal place for me to have a, a second home or a first home or a retirement apartment or some others that I'm not at that point yet, but I'm just no. thinking down the line, further down the line. Yeah. It's at least on my mind. So we'll see. I mean, it's within the realm of possibility. I might be down there right behind you. So uh, oh, good. Yeah. Good. So, so you can go ahead and scout it out and then uh, <laughs> let me know when it's good to come and I'll be right behind you. So that sounds good. Then we can meet up. That's right. Um, <laughs> but I want to encourage everybody, um, if you aren't subscribed to Nonpolitical News, you can join by going to nonpoliticalnews.com. And I think I have done uh, my part as far as sharing that out. But for anybody that hasn't already done it, um, this is now your second reminder to do that um, so that you can get all of uh, the goodness that comes from NOPO every single weekday. Awesome. I'd love that, that you're promoting NOPO. That's good. I know you've been a fan for a while now, and I totally appreciate that. Well, it honestly, for somebody that actually really does enjoy um, politics, and my, my degree is in politics, um, <laughs> I appreciate that break and um, and just the uh, no spin on anything. It is just the facts. So Vera, thank you so much for talking with me today and sharing your story and sharing about NOPO. And um, I am going to keep my eye on you because I know big things are coming. Awesome. Thank you so much, Allie. I'll keep my eye on you too. <laughs> <laughs> Like what you just heard? Visit us at SelfishThePodcast.com. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes today.